Welcome back to Otaku. I'm Liz. I'm Greg. And we are officially re-watching um, part three Stardust Crusaders. We watched this for the first time a few months ago mm-hmm. when we were quarantining and uh, kind of as it went on, we just decided like we need to just watch everything and discuss it. But because there's so many episodes in part three, um, we are going to go ahead and do this differently. We watched a handful of episodes. We took some notes, like big nerds, mm-hmm. um, just to kind of have something to talk about, like stuff we might have forgotten about, um, and just kind of we're going to discuss our reactions to certain things in the episodes. Um, so I hope you guys enjoy this slightly different, slightly scripted format. It's not going to be like maybe like as jokey, but we'll definitely have like memes and shit thrown in. <laughs> shitty <laughs> like memes. Like guaranteed. Crispy shitty memes. Um, so Stardust Crusaders apparently starts us off in 1987, though I've seen different timelines online for whatever reason. Um, I've seen it like starting as far as 1989 and square in the middle at 1988. <clears throat> yeah, it's kind of weird, um, but it's important. Like, you know, like we were sitting here talking the other day when we were first watching episode one again, and Liz is like, uh, his age kind of matters with this yeah. because of if it's set in one date or another date, you know, in the 80s, it's okay, how old is he? Right. Well, <laughs> I guess the main point is like he's a teenager and he's a delinquent. Yes. And we're talking of the newest Joe Star. Who's yes. not a Joe star? He's a Cujo. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, the newest JoJo, Joe Toro. Yeah, he he is not a Joe star. He is this moody, moody like. Oh. Come on, really? Cat barf. Oh, cat okay. barf. Oh, let's right, work well, through just, it. Work through the cat barf. That's just gonna have to sit there for it's a minute. It's just like it's just like mom always just say, just work through the cat barf. <laughs> Um, so, <laughs> so we're going through, we're noticing the art style is drastically different. Yes. Um, I guess in a way, like more pleasantly so, even though they still are teenagers and look like 38 year old men. Yes. Age is difficult to gauge in this. Like the lines are super angular, like mm-hmm. you've said, and like the... It's, it's super reminiscent of a, like really harshly inked manga. Yeah, and there's so much detail. Yeah. Like, there's so much I, I, detail. I really enjoyed the transition from part two to part three. I mean, we've, we've talked about how nonplussed we were. I mean, we kind of did, but, like, you could probably infer that from our, especially, like, the last few takes on, on the, the latter episodes in part two. It's like, ugh. Yeah. Kind of, kind of, kind of hit or miss for sure. But part three, coming into it, like, at least the art style from, from, from square one, um, I don't know. It just it's just so its own thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It definitely is. Um and it's very much so its own thing like you were saying like uh like the fisherman, one of them's got like a pot belly but he's got like muscles on muscles on muscles. <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's, it's utterly so ridiculous. Funny. It's like average humans look like ultimate being cars all of a sudden. Right. Yeah, it's just like how did all right, so how did we get from like, you know, typically uh, part 1 and part 2 like yeah, like the the big beefy muscle boys. Yeah, they're all, you know, like they maybe they're like 17 feet wide, you know, at the shoulder. I don't know. It kind of comes and goes. But like at least for the most part, like the people who were supposedly, quote unquote, like normal, non-physical beef houses were 
they looked like what you would expect. And yeah. then part three rolls in and immediately. Like, oh, you thought. <laughs> yeah. You thought you knew human anatomy and like physiology. Wrong. Yeah. That was all, it's all fucking shoulder wrong. pads. It's all bo- yeah. And oh my God, the shoulder pads in the show kill me like they're like you're not shoulder pads though i I know (laughs) like it looks like it like but then you see like one of them with like his uh like a tank oh it's it's polar yeah (laughs) yeah, yeah, with his shirt and he's got like the one shoulder thing it's like oh no his shoulders are shaped like that right so like you're like i don't know it's super dramatic it's so fucking dramatic it makes fun of itself yeah and it's like is this like you're like oh maybe it's like they're delinquents and they're supposed to have like a, a pack of cigarettes rolled up into it like no like liz said it's just how their shoulders do. Yeah, apparently, it's in, just how their shoulders do. In nineteen eighties, the world. Unless, unless you're Holly Cujo, in which case yes. you are normal shaped. Yeah, you got normal shaped body, like just. But so you're kind sweet. of a spaz. So sweet, big spaz. Big spaz. Kind of an airhead. Yeah. Really wishes your son was a, a very but, good boy. You know, she didn't have like a super dramatic reaction. To being told that her son crushed a bunch of guys' balls. Right, yeah. She's just like, please, like, she's literally just like, please tell me he didn't kill anybody. Yeah. But, like, so it's like, okay, you know that your son is, like, a delinquent and well, she associates. Did, she did then. She didn't before. Right, I don't know. It's yeah, because so then it's, she has, like, the flashback when she's running towards uh, Joe Taro's cell and she's like... <laughs> She's, like, thinking about him as a little boy and, yeah, like, how cute pictures, he was. Like, him, like, being all, like, And then his first faces. words to her, like, in the episode are, shut the hell up. You bitch. Or something like that. Yeah, like, like, just, like, being a complete app. And she's, like, hi. Yeah. Like, just, like, okay. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. This fucking show. Yep. It's just so immediately, like, a like a very different tonally show. Like, even it just is. from that one scene. It is. And um, then, so... So we have Holly Cujo, daughter of Joseph Joestar, mm-hmm. mother of Joe Turo, mm. and she is in the prison, which, like, okay, like, none of this surprises us because we've seen it before, um, and his first words to her, the first time we ever watched it, I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Mm. Like, those aren't literally, like, like, it's not going to be, like, that kind of person, and then it's like, oh, it's that kind of person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so I will... Yeah, not that surprising this time, but yeah. this is also the first time we ever see him without his hat on. I, right, because like you're like, oh, maybe he's a guy who doesn't wear a hat all the time, which is it's like, <laughs> false. false. You would be wrong because, well, I mean, granted, it's like at best two thirds of a hat and one at third, best, yeah. and at worst, like half just his hair or the hat is made out of half his hair. Right. I don't know. So the only thing I could think of when he took his hat off was take me out to the back of the shed. <laughs> shoot me in the back of my head because then like he actually pulls a gun on himself (laughs) and tries to it's it's so it's so dramatic and like it was it was a super cool scene the first time watching it but then in the context of like having watched the rest of the entire series which i like we said is like what 36 episodes 26 26 is it only 26 Mm. really No, Mm. no no yeah parts one and two no no i was talking about part three Oh, like 50-something. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. So, in the context of that, like, you're like, holy shit, like, damn, like, he's, like, crazy powerful and, like, super impressive. And it's funny because I feel like this is kind of almost the uh, the height of his power until the very, very end of part three. No, like, I'm going to argue and say, like, in, at least in the first handful of episodes, we see his stand do something different every single time. We're like, how'd you well, get that okay. power? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I meant, I guess. Like, the, through the first 
four episodes, it's like, like it's just like holy shit! Like this guy is so overpowered, it's it's ridiculous. And you're like, nothing you could possibly see in the rest of this show is gonna really be that crazy, at least till they challenge him. But then I feel like there's like a power balancing because the art the author is like maybe I made him a little too powerful, <laughs> you know? Like he catches a bullet from literally less than an inch away from his head, yeah, and he just gets a little sweaty. Like he just like breathes like hard, one or two sweats. Yeah, like he has two hard breaths and that's it. But the other thing I guess um, that I thought was really like kind of weirdly out of place, um, especially because it 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 does factor in quite a bit later on in the show. Is when he's in the cell, uh, his his stand star platinum is just bringing him all this stuff. He's got like, a boombox in there. He's got a boombox. He's, he's got, got manga. He's got like yeah. beer that he's shotgunning. Like he's got not beer. It was a soda. A lager soda. Yeah. So it's like it's not quite like he's not he's not he's not that much of a delinquent that he's underage drinking. God forbid. Right, because the drinking age in Japan is twenty. Twenty. Yeah, which is also the legal like you're an adult at twenty. Um, so, but like, okay, like, yeah, he's, he's a badass. He's, he's like having his stand, which he keeps referring to as a demon, um, but it's his own psyche. Um, regardless, like, it's, it's very much so like later on in, in, in the show that he has like a 20 foot or 20 yard or 20 meter or whatever range on the stand. What, in the beginning? No, like, like later on, like it's like, he's, his like star platinum is literally like only good to be like. Like, say, like, 50 feet. Like, that's the range. Um, I'm pretty sure Star Platinum's range is literally no more than three meters. Okay, all right, even more so. That's what I was getting at, like... Yeah. It's yeah, like, so there's no way he could be going through the police station. Yeah, so it's like, tw- it's like 20 feet. That's what I was thinking. Like, three meters, 20 feet, like, you know, like... That's nine feet. Yep. Okay, anyways. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I know, I know good math or oh stuff. Wait! I know for a fact that three times three is nine, not That's twenty. Quick math. Like, I don't fucking know. Okay. Well, I was thinking like yards and yards versus meters is kind of weird. Yeah. Um, well, not really. They're almost the same. Right. But, but back to Star Platinum <laughs> bringing him gifts. It's like, is he is he bringing gifts? Gifts yeah, you said to gifts. like appease. But it's his own, like, it's, oh, that's, yeah, this is a good thing to talk about. So, it's it's him, like, as if he's, he says he keeps bringing me gifts. It's my demon. But later on, the, the show is like, this is just a manifestation of your own mental power. So, he's like bringing him. slash mental power. Yeah, he's bringing himself all these, like, childish, kind of, like, goofy things. Like, but yeah. he's such a, like. A hard Such ass. A, like, a big boosh. Yeah, he, like, just desperately is like, hmm, I don't care. Like, nothing affects me. But yet he's, like, he's having, like, lager soda and manga and, like, it's yeah. just so goofy. But, yeah, yeah, like, I just, I don't really enjoyed that. Like, it's just, like, these little goofy things that I, I'm like. Speaking of goofy, when his grandfather, Joseph, shows up mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, Jotes, 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 Jotes. Jotaro's, like, uh, pulled your pinky off, like, actually. Casually. Casually pulls, pulls his Nazi pinky off. got your Nazi pinky. Got, got the Nazi pinky. Yeah. No, that was... That and was... Joseph's just like, oh my god! Yeah, he just, like, twists, like, just grabs it. And it's just, oh god. Like, you'd be like... I remember the first time that we watched that, and I was like, yo, he just fucking pulled his finger off. But it's like, no, no, no. It's a Nazi finger. Also... They don't make them like they used to. Very unclear, um, because soon we're introduced to Avdol. Mm-hmm. 
and then uh, Abdal and his stand and Jotaro and his stand, like, they have a little thing. And, like, the way it's animated, it makes it very much seem, and the way the dialogue, at least the subtitles, comes through, it makes it seem like Holly can see those. Yes. Yeah, no, they, they, yeah, they, I mean, they definitely did. And I think that was intentional because I think she can. But we go back like a couple episodes forward and I'm, this is one episode, so I'm not going to spoil anything. We go to episode three when she gets sick and they have her like on her back Mm -hmm. and they're like, oh, thank God. Like, uh, she doesn't know it's there. Like when her stand starts manifesting. Right. Well, she, she can't physically see it. Like (laughs) she's like flipped over. I guess. But it's still, it's still goofy. Like you should be able to feel it. Yeah. And not just be like, oh, I have a bad fever. Mm-hmm. And then, so we were hoping to find out more about like where stands come from, especially in this episode. Yes. No dice. Yeah, I was, I was like, I was like, look, man, like I must have not seen it the first time we watched it. Like, there's no way that they can't at least glean a little bit into how we went from Haman only, like that's like the end all, beat all energy, yeah. to. Having stands. stands, which are like, as far as I can tell, like they're not the same thing. No, like, they're not. at all. Like it's not like I was thinking about it more today. Like uh, a haman is like your your body's like it's like chi. It's like yeah. go, it's like That's dragon. Why you have to be able to breathe. Yeah, it's like Dragon Ball chi, where it's your energy and it's the flow of your energy through your body and the manipulation of it. Whereas a stand is your mental, like your your how strong are you mentally. So they're not one and the same. It's not like you could you could argue uh, that a stand is the physical manifestation of Haman because no, Haman physically manifested plenty of times in yeah. part part one and two. Right. So. So okay, well, let's not get like too too deep into that. Yeah. Um. So Holly can maybe kind of sort of see what's going on between Star Platinum and Magician's Red. It's unclear though. Um. It's just, like, you know, so so Joseph didn't even get his stand until the 1980s. Right. He got it a year before he meets his grandson that's in prison. Mm-hmm. Um, so that means that when he met Avdol, Avdol supposedly might have been, like, one or one of two or one of a very select few people who had naturally occurring stands. Their entire life. And we still don't know how they are naturally occurring. <laughs> Which right. I guess is fine. There needs to be like a little mystery. Maybe. But like some, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Some little backstory stuff would be yeah. good. The only thing we know for sure is that Joestars and the Cujos are connected to Dio because Dio's head stole Jonathan's body. And they keep just saying like Dio's curse. Like Dio's curse is basically the most that we get so far in the anime. And like like I said again, I guess to reiterate, uh, neither of us, neither of us, neither of us, neither have of us, thoroughly or really anecdotally read most of the manga, especially not like I I haven't seen anything past like literally like maybe the first two chapters of the original part one manga, which is hilariously very close, almost frame for frame, to it, um, which is fine. But, like, come on, you gotta have at least some... You know that, like, the people who are reading this shit were like, gee, how the hell did we get from that to this? Like, it's... Mm. it's there has to be something. Maybe there's... Maybe there's something... I don't know. We haven't seen anything past part four. 
yeah. at all. So maybe they maybe they do go into that later on or something. I don't possible. know. It's, it's possible. All right. So that kind of sums up episode one yep. and our thoughts on everything that kind of, you know, branched us from Battle Tendency into Stardust and beyond. Mm-hmm. So episode two... Uh, I think our biggest, both of us reacted to the, this is our first yada yada yeah. scene. Oh my god. So. I was so excited. Because yeah. like, that was just such a meme for both of us, like, like for the entirety of part three. So I was just waiting for it. And I'm like, I don't know yeah. what it was. <laughs> yeah. And so almost immediately, um, JoJo's going to school. He thinks. Like a good boy. Yeah. Well, he does oh, get no, to he school. Did, yeah, he did go to school that day. Um, And then, so... <laughs> so, after we get our first yoda yoda, we get uh, a red-haired artist. Pinkish, reddish, yeah. Yep. Uh, such, a, such a good artist, too. Like, yeah. you'd think that that would just be something that they come, comes back up maybe even one other time after that. Yeah. yeah. Um, But it doesn't, so it leaves <laughs> us wondering if... The painting he does where he hurts Jojo, if that was a flesh bud ability, because we're later, like, seeing, like, he's in possession of a flesh bud, mm-hmm. um, and, or if it's, like, a part of Hierophant Green, his Stan's ability, like, it's unclear where yeah. this artistic, I'm guessing it's Hierophant Green, but why wouldn't Jojo have seen it? It's it's very. It doesn't strange. like being out in the open. I just realized. Kakuin literally says. Well, yeah, he did, but it was in a very gross kind of way. And when he's yes, like, he's, he's under already... the influence of. Well, yeah, that was that that was that was like right about the time with the whole teacher thing. Um, right. So she, like, Tyrone's like just like all up in this fucking te- like the no not the teacher the nurse the nurse yeah, yeah like the the delinquents like that look like they're in the mid thirties right are. Uh, you know, just like relaxing on the beds, being like, "Oh yeah, we're sick, we're sick for real," and then she, she fucking stabs one of their eyes out. Yeah, like, with a pen. Like it's it's the so thermometer. some more body horror, yeah, obviously. You know, just in casually store. interjecting with yep. it. Yep, and um, <laughs> I just I just wrote <laughs> Joda Cack, Joda Cack, because <laughs> like when he walks up with his handkerchief and he's like, "Oh, you look like you got hurt." Right. Like obviously, yeah. like fangirls around the world oh, just God, yeah. had a fit. Yeah. Um, all right, so back to the nurse. <laughs> she tries to cut JoJo's pants open because she's got to get to his, his wounded knee. Yeah, but he's um, like, hey, these are designer pants. Like, I'm yeah, like, don't you, do don't you touch me don't with you your little touch. scissors. Yeah. And uh, so then we, we see the nurse start attacking the other students. Uh, she's like going crazy, and it's, then it's made clear that it's Kakuin's stand. With puppets, too. Right, but Hierophant Green is actually like inside the nurse mm, and yeah. it just shows like a tentacle going up her leg and i'm like i don't want to know where that goes yeah we all know unfortunately so it doesn't show anything so it's it's heavily implied i, yeah. I literally wrote hierophant green is yucky oh <laughs> because, yeah because i it, mean yeah that was a little ugh. yeah it's it's not great not great folks yeah and um yeah so my reaction to kakuin announcing that hierophant green doesn't like open spaces i wrote hg loves a little game of hide and seek mm, yeah chef's kiss um and then we see something about um jojo's big fight and i remember being like on this watch through i was like did he literally beat up the yakuza Yes. Remember? Yeah, he did. Like, that was, like, he's just, like, doing all these, like, flashbacks where he's just intimidating everybody in the town. And, like, literally, 
Like, he just, like, out-thugs the thugs. And he's, like, 16, remember, also. 16 or 17. 16 or 17. Something. Yeah, like, it's just, like, what are you, like, the Yakuza in, in Japan are fucking scary, like, legitimately. And he's just, like, like glowering and, like, imposing on them. Like, yeah. Eh, I got this. So, also, I made the the note that JoJo apparently can't stand uh, women getting hurt. <laughs> so, this goes back to our conversation earlier today yeah. that won't be posted until after this is up. Yes. But, again, like, he obviously cares about certain people. He just, just really doesn't know. Yeah, he doesn't know how to show that, it. Yeah. Um, I think this is where we get our first thousand auras. Yes. I was very excited. Like, it's very much so in the same way as, you know, him saying that everything is fucking troublesome, basically, is him just saying, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, which is literally order, 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 and it's just, it's oh, so good. It's so stupid, because it's just like, it's like, it's exclaiming over and over and over again, like, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, like, hype, getting so hyped up that you just punch the shit out of somebody. Yeah. <laughs> And Star Platinum went as far as to ruin the entire school, <laughs> which allowed JoJo to pick up an unconscious Kakuin and like, hoist yeah, him over yeah, his shoulder. Like, didn't didn't drag him off, just picks him up. Picks like, him up and carries him home. Yeah, not even like his feet aren't even touching the ground. No. Nope. It's hilarious because to do that, like, he, is he, they're about the same height and, and like for the rest of the show, right? Kakuin's like a little shorter, I okay. think, but yeah, they're basically the same height. Yeah, but it's like, he would have to be several inches taller to, to do that convincingly. Nah. <laughs> nah. I was like, are you serious? Like, nah. usually, usually that would be like him like shouldering a person and you'd be like, oh, he's just picking up. But like, he just, he's like, he like potato sacks him and yeah. carries him home. Yeah. Like this mine. I'm bringing to his, this home. To his giant traditional Japanese estate. Yes, the manor. Yes. The Kujo manor. Yeah. Um, and then my last note for this episode was just, mmm, flesh bud. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, ugh, gross. Like, yeah. just like this this really unpleasant, like, it's like a tick, but... Worse. Mm, way worse. It's a, a D-O-tick. Yeah, it's a D-O-tick. So now we're going into episode three, yeah. um, which started off with the credits first, which was like a little jarring because yeah. there's no like previously. Yep. It's just like, bam, here you go. Here's your opening credits. Yeah, I, I did notice that with uh, part three, like they are very weird about how they kind of intersperse like the, the intro and outro credits like that. And especially with like, so the first time I watched this, we watched it on Hulu. Yeah. And Hulu obviously has ads and now we're watching it on Netflix so no ads yeah no ads so and i feel like watching it on hulu kind of fucked us up a little bit because the placement of certain ads like was just completely random because they're just like uh i don't don't know when the actual original japanese did like when the actual original of this bothered putting an ad break in so we're just gonna fucking arbitrarily put some ads well they have to have a certain number of ads every yeah, it was just really kind of weird. Yeah, it's definitely less jarring on Netflix. Yeah. Um, so highly recommend that. Yeah, and then I had the note that just says, Kakuin, the boy who was going to die. <laughs> yeah. <that laughs> because was Joseph funny. was like, just let him die. Yeah, if the boy dies, he dies. Yeah, and then Jojo was like, um, I don't think so. He's going to be my friend. I love him. <laughs> I love him. He's yeah. Be my friend. And so after he saves him... In a uh, very dramatic, very gross. Ugh. Yeah, then all of a sudden we're trying to figure out where this evil being that the Joe Stars are tied to are. So there's yeah. a lot of like the more back backstory slash exposition brought to us by our favorite um Abdul. 
Yeah. And who it's very like campfire feeling too. They're like yeah. they're like boogie like you know like yeah. the boogeyman stories. Yeah, because like. especially since when he's talking about meeting Dio on the stairs. <laughs> yeah. Hint, 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 wink, wink, nudge, yeah, nudge. Yeah. This'll this uh, pay, pay attention. This will yeah, be important. Yeah, and later. there's a strange sensuality about him. You know, mm. it's very dark and like sharp lines and shadows. Yeah. Um, but we do get a close up of Dio's look at my tiny teeth. <laughs> and he does a lick. He does a lick. As we you, don't have know. a lick count. Um, if that was going to be where we start, then that would be lick number one. That was number one, yeah. Okay, yeah. so. There's plenty of them, don't worry. Yeah. Just because you uh, missed that one. Don't and then worry. Abdal uses Joseph's ultimate technique. Right. And just flees. Yeah, he just bounced. But, but From I mean, Dio. But he's the only one that managed to do that. That as, is true. Like, as evidence, like the other ones got their dumbasses fucking flush butted. Yep. Like, they were so mentally, like, weak, which yep. is, I guess, the takeaway from that in comparison to Abdal, that he just fucking ran, like, ran ramp, rampant through their brains and was like, you, you like me? I look good, right? All right, cool. Let's do this. <laughs> you like this body? It's you not like even this? mine. I borrowed it, but I don't yeah. think I'm going to give it back. <laughs> it's on loan right now. <laughs> but, but I'm not going to return it. <laughs> I'm not giving it back. Um, yeah. Right. So then as soon as that whole little side of scene is done... Uh, Hamon make flesh bud go poof. Yes. But, so, we had, we had discussed, like, okay, so, like, that whole thing happens, they, 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 they bust the, the flesh bud, no big deal, um, and they're trying desperately to figure out where Dio is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the only problem is that when Abdal kicked this whole flashback thing off, he literally, literally told mentioned them where... I ran into him in Cairo, Egypt. Yeah, and then they're all like, well, gee, where could he possibly but be? I guess, because maybe that was more than like a year ago. Like, it was before he met yeah. Joseph. Right. He could be like, he could be anywhere by now. I, I guess they do say like, like why he, there must be a reason why he's still there. That, I, they did see it. They did see it. I guess. Right? Um, but it's still just like you at least kind of know how to like narrow things down or at least like yeah. a good place to start looking would be. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. And then after the flesh butt is destroyed, I once more wrote Joe to cat because <laughs> there was a moment. Yeah. Um, and then it just becomes obscene how much Joseph hates Japan. Yeah, it's he's like trying a little. He's, it's like it almost comes across like try hard, like like he comes off as a very uppity asshole. And I get that the the Japanese were Axis in World War Two, but he was pretty in close with and exactly. Yeah. So like Joseph's fine, like being buddy buddy with fucking Nazis. Yeah. But then like his daughter moves to Japan when she marries a a saxophonist or what jazz artist or whoever. Like the dude, the dude from the. Car that ends up getting killed in part two like he was his best man or something or like he like was there but like he was like oh he helped me find like he helped me meet my girl the nazi yeah then? mark yeah he ends yeah mark <laughs> mark the nazi how mark could i forget nazi. yeah and i'm just like okay so you, you're buddy buddy with the nazis well that was caesar oh yeah that was Caesar's right, right, friend. Right, 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 right. But he's still. But that's, that's Joseph still was like, "Hey, Nazis are better than these guys." Points to the Pillarmen, like, how? Vaguely, vaguely points at being. Because I guess they only wanted humans. to kill people that didn't matter to a self-centered half Brit. Yeah, I, I don't know. know. It's complicated, but right. still, he's got Nazi hands. So. So the next best scene in this episode was the menacing silverware. Yeah. Oh my God. Like yeah. So they're. <laughs> Like, uh, Abdal... Holy! 
Yeah, Avdal is like, hey, something really bad's happening. He's like walking through the manor, which, as, as we've said before, is fucking obnoxiously huge. And he just keeps turning corners and like more and more of this silverware that Holly was was apparently carrying is just strewn about the ground. And it just has the menacing, like, go, go, like, yeah. katakana and, like, the deep purple and, like, ombre, like, you know, tones across the entire screen. And it's just, without context of what's happening, one of the most ridiculous looking... Yeah, you're just like, oh, the silverware fucked up. Yeah, like, this this, this dude's about to fucking go in on this silverware. Yeah. But, uh, but then we find out it's because uh, Holly has uh, passed out. Yes. Lost consciousness. Mm-hmm. Um because she, she's of, got a case of the vapors. She's got a case of the stands yeah. manifesting. <laughs> um, so her stand starts manifesting, and Joseph has, like, a complete mental breakdown and, like, attacks his grandson. Just, like, slams him up against yeah, the wall. Yeah, just slams him against the wall and starts crying, Oh, man, tears! Yeah, sc- oh, yeah. We, yeah. Oh, fuck! Yeah, we didn't do the... Because, uh, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter because, like, we're not live yeah. reacting but like god if we had been doing a shot for shot of like boys crying in this like yeah yeah bad times later on for yeah. sure and i wrote a note it was just like he looks nothing like younger joseph right it's well it's just it goes this art style is just so different yeah because well it was funny like we didn't we didn't mention it but like the callback in the first episode of part three to the last episode of part two is where they're on the airport. Oh, yeah, and he the, runs into the guy. Yeah, he, like, runs into this, like, random dude and, like, just kind of bumps into him. Whereas, like, in the last episode of Part 2, that's, like, kind of its own scene where he's like, hey, watch where you're going, asshole. Yeah. And But, yeah, they don't look they don't look so different. It's not even, like, the, just, like, the art, like, the line style. It's literally, like, they you would not be able to tell. Yeah. And this whole like, um, menacing silverware, like Holly whole thing started because like we saw Jojo be like, I guess I'm going to go to school today. Yeah. (laughs) And then he like realized that his mom wasn't there to give him a kiss goodbye. Like she normally does. And he like cussed her out for it. And so (laughs) like my notes literally just like, um, guess he's not going to school today. Um, and then we see like Avdol in their, giant library lighting with an it. open flame yeah lighting it with his magician's red instead of like like a lantern or something or just using like, the light with a ton of book well i don't know if there's like a light in there or whatever but you would you would think yeah but like let reasonable. me just have an open flame it's a magical flame right like around all these books yeah just kind of like made not, me yeah not the best idea, nervous <laughs> um and then i made the observation that i just don't like old joseph like He's, at all? Yeah, not even at this point. Like, never mind all the stuff. Like later on, you're like, ugh. Yeah, ugh. it's like it's like I don't like old Sif. That's it. That's the statement. Yeah. There's nothing to it. Like, and there's nothing to him. He is. He is so far and forthcoming, or for, you know, henceforth, part three's uh, speed wagon. Yeah. Like he is essentially useless, mm-hmm. which is really shitty because, like, what's the point of having? uh your 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 last your your you know previous iteration of the series protagonist like who was like just like beef captain mcgee uh he's completely useless like his i mean at this point yeah well right but like he (laughs) it's kind of even goofy because like it's like the first couple episodes and you're assuming like everyone's showing off and he just fucking like pulls out a camera 
And like he's like, like karate chops it. Yeah, he karate chops. He's like, this is what my stand's power can do. And he's just yeah. like, it's like, a, okay, you can take a picture with your mind somehow of yeah. things that are distant. It's mm-hmm. like he had Google Earth, but like a stand version of it. Yeah. So yeah. So just kind of kind of goofy. And then they're talking about, hey, um, so my mom's dying slash my daughter's dying. What do we do about this? Uh, we got about 50 days or so to deal with it. Yeah, Abdal, again, expositioning for us that, like, you, there's 50 days before she eats it. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. You know, just, uh, sorry, like, uh, Holly's gonna die. And then, so they all get together and they're like, we gotta save her. Yep. And Kakumi's just like, mind if I go with y'all? Because, like, I'm if I was gonna up. get married... I'd want it to be with Holly. Dude, if I could bang some, just like, no offense, but if I could just, if I could just shack up with one really super pretty nice lady, it'd be your mom. Yeah. We just met and you kind of hate me. Hey. But I'd do your mom. And this is crazy. Yeah. I'd do your mom. Yeah. (laughs) Call me hazy? No. No. Call me daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Uh, So, and then, you know, so old Joseph is just like, he throws a fit and he's just like, I literally have no time for this because we all know how Joseph feels about bigamy. He's not good with it. He does not want to marry two people at once or see two people married at once. He's cool with marrying two big ancient evil dudes. No, he wasn't. He's good with marrying one ancient evil dude. Only one. What do you? Yeah. He can't marry both of them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It'd just be too much. He'd yeah. run, he's like the runaway bride. Yeah. Because he'd just run away from everything anyway. Yeah, so that's his ultimate technique. Yeah. Um, but he's not running away from saving his daughter's life. And the end of the episode, we get big stomp, big meme. Yeah, big stop, big meme. And also, uh, that's like where they start talking about the whole tarot card thing. Yeah. Um, that's like the first inference of that whole... Because that's like literally the entire thing with this season is this particular season yeah, is all everybody is tarot based yeah so start like platinum. the um not the minor kana but the major kana yeah which i i think that's really cool i do too i, I like a good theme you know me yeah themes just, just kiss mm. yeah so uh speaking of themes we got more um music references with villains were introduced to uh, <laughs> an old lady named Enyaba, which literally just means like grandma Enya. Yes. Old lady Enya. But like derogatorily, I guess. I don't know. Uh Baba Baba is is just kind of like it's a It's like very, Gigi. Yeah, it's like a very casual, like it's not honor it's not honorific. Yeah. It's just like it's not necessarily like mean but you definitely wouldn't if you if it wasn't in your family call somebody that like that's right. for sure so all right um yeah so we're introduced to this really old lady and then we're also introduced to a bunch of naked young women yeah who may or may not be dead yeah you don't know but i mean hey look they are down for a good hand going in their necks that's for sure oh yeah why has he got tiny teeth if he only uses his hands? I don't know. That is that that always kind of was weird to me. Like that he just sticks his big, gross, like fingernails in people's neck to drink their blood. Quote unquote. Well, it goes up to like his first knuckle, so it's not even like. Yeah, ugh, that makes it even worse. Yeah, it excuse, does. Excuse Let me just me stick my out. fingers in your neck. Like, did you even wash your hands? No. No, probably not. Probably not. I mean, he's just he's just um, he's just a nasty boy. But so then our protagonists. Mm-hmm. Group of four, they're on the plane, and beetle go. Bzzz. Bunch of bunch of grown ass men riled up about a big buzzy beetle. Yeah, and apparently Jojo hates sea bugs. He doesn't hate sea bugs. I just ruined that. He hates regular bugs, but he really <laughs> loves sea bugs. Oh my god. He's perfectly fine with sea bugs. So so I like I just like the fact like 
I feel like there's certain scenes in this, and especially in this, in in part three, as a series that if you were to like give them the the friends without a laugh track treatment, like yeah. if you were to take them and have like no background music, and just like let them play out with just their grunting and stuff, like they would just be so much fucking funnier. Cause like it's just there's a lot of grunting in this episode. Yeah, so fucking much. Like they literally are. They're just like they're all asleep. non-committal grunting. Yeah, like everybody is just asleep on this plane because they're going from Japan at this point to where were they supposed to be landing? Like um, India or yeah, something. Yeah, like Pakistan. Anyways, like they're 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 like on this long ass flight. Everyone's out cold, and then one by one, they all just like wake up for no reason. They're just like, <clears throat> like grunting at each other and looking around. Yeah, because like, beetle go. Bzzz. Yeah. <laughs> but nobody else on this plane could give a fuck. Like, yeah. Because I mean, I guess it's a stand. So yeah. No, but really then as soon as they see it, they're all like, "Is it a stand? I don't know." And it's like, "Bitches, the right. bug is a stand." Right. Like guys come the fuck on like, yeah and really? i think it's about that time after we got some exposition from avdol who apparently knows everything yes like he's not just a fortune teller he's just omnipotent yes he's um, like look, omniscient guys, rather y'all are a bunch of dummies i got this he's omniscient so yes. he knows everything about the stand and tower of gray um he also knows what the word massacre means <laughs> as do we all yes. this episode sucks yeah i know <laughs> like, just we were big watch- note and i'm just yeah. like Ugh. we watched this last night and i'm just like this is not great like there were there were definitely parts in the first three episodes that i was like yeah this is like good and goofy but like th- this this series definitely starts off a little slower yeah it's just like y'all could have condensed a little bit of this yeah um, for sure yeah so I just, I don't know. The dialogue in this, I can see where my friend, like, I talked to him a little bit about, like, anime and stuff, and I'm like, you should really, like, give JoJo, like, your fifth or sixth try, and he's just like, the dialogue! <laughs> and I can get it now. It's, I do. So like, Kakuin literally goes, hey, y'all, I got a real quiet stand, and then he immediately attacks the other stand by shouting. Yeah. Like, did you read this over before you, like, had the green light for animating it or for whatever? Yeah. Like, this scene is just fucking, it's just goofy. Like, yeah. the whole, the whole, the whole, the whole plane scene is goofy. And I, I do enjoy at least that they had another throwback at this point because it's like, hey, uh, remember parts one and two? Uh, yeah, you don't want to get in a plane with Joseph. Right. Like, ever and no <laughs> like literally ever like and the and the thing is like so they're picked up by speedwagon foundation cars yes and they're escorted to the airport where they're supposedly maybe flying either first or business class on like a, a an international flight yeah and yet speedwagon is like no private plane for you idiots right because um, like the- we're here but does nothing right like they and then that's it's i mean like we're not i get really, it like joseph's like fucking literally made a money at this point they're all like they're oh my god like, yeah they're, they're all loaded i don't want to i don't want to spoil it for later on in the, in the series i don't either but like oh my god in context of the amount of money that they spend like that they could have just saved in getting like a, a private flight from this and maybe avoiding having the stand bring the plane down to other insane extravagances like, later on absolutely in the show. Like, insane extravagances. Like, like tens of millions of dollars worth of expenses. Right. That they, that they just casually Based off out. a scene in an old movie. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. At like, least once. Like, what? Yeah. Like, 
it's, it's, it's absurd. Yeah. Absolutely fucking absurd. And so, like, I think the highlight of this episode for me was when they catbugged the stand user. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They just, they, they, the, the, the gross, nasty old dude who ends up being the, 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 the perpetrator of the buzzy beetle. Um, they kill him, you think. Because they split his head in half, which typically is pretty fatal. For, it's fairly fatal, for yeah. For non-vampires, but that just lends an excuse for even more body horror. So. Yeah, so they they just throw a blanket over his head and just like tuck him into the seat, like yeah. hoping nobody else, none of the other passengers who haven't already been killed. And I don't know why I wrote this, but I wrote something about how when they're all trying to like formulate a plan of action, I wrote down Joseph runs away to find cars. Jk. <laughs> um, <laughs> why? Like, when he goes up and he's like, I don't know how to fly a plane, I guess. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because then, like, um, he's like, he's like, hey, you obviously know how to fly a plane. He's like, well, it was a propeller plane. But this is also the third time I've been in a crashing plane. Yeah. And everyone else is like, shit. Yeah. And, shit. Yeah. And so then we've got, we've got the stewardesses who don't piss off JoJo because oh they don't God. scream. They're so thirsty but, for him, though. Yeah. But then Kakuin, like, kind of swoops in. And he's like, I don't mind charming the ladies. <laughs> ladies, ladies, But then ladies. the stand users are like, not quite dead yet. Oi. Oi, pop it. Yeah. And then I literally just made another note that just says, oh, I hate this episode. Yeah. Not- <laughs> it was so frustrating. The first, I, I made a bold note, the first four of these episodes are trash. Yeah, but, but I would say, like, my high point for this is that, which I know how you feel about them, we do get int- uh, introduced to Polnareff. I know. Um... I know. Which is just so, he's such a fucking, he's such a dummy. Right. Such a dummy. So, and my, my thing when they started, you know, like kind of crashing and Joseph was trying to figure out how to like water land the plane and then someone's like, well, I'm never flying with you, with you again. All I could think is like Ron Howard voice, but they did. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, this is definitely not the last time, mm-hmm. but it wouldn't be the last time. Yeah. So anyway, they managed to water land this fucking jumbo jet um, somewhere south of Hong Kong and they all get rescued and yep. end up there and they're looking for food because that's also a running theme with these yeah. idiots is yeah. that they're always eating yeah. they almost, or trying to eat they almost or going just, out to eat. <laughs> they almost just, yeah, they like, they're just go. they're a bunch of big burly men going on dates they all just the time. Eat. Yeah. Yeah. It's like kinda... it's like a ladies' brunch group, but like <laughs> yeah. the fucking opposite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like a book club. It's, <laughs> it's like, like an international boys. It's like that. We're going to Egypt. We're yeah. going to Egypt road trip book club. It's a BB, yeah, BBBC. Um, yeah, Beefy and there's there's a lot more man grunts at lunch yeah. as well. God, so much. I, I wrote down man grunts aplenty. Yeah, and then. But it's it's so so it's funny and it's so stupid because like the the guys were like yo let's just eat this nasty ass like street vendor food and right. they never would have even run into Poland Ref at all probably right and like and the, the but I don't think the street vendor food was supposed to be nasty well yeah but the guy was really sweaty okay but it's like hot probably like out there like I'm pretty sure this is like in the spring or summertime or sometime yeah. when it's like warm i just thought it was funny that they bothered to animate in like that the vendor was just like just like i like how he called joseph hey dandy yeah he I says dandy like, guy yeah hey dandy guy yeah and it's like, like yep uh-huh he, he definitely took some offense to that yeah but he's whatever. like he's like hey let's not uh, screw this let's yeah. go to my friend's place like yeah which, but kakuin like went up and he was gonna order and like mohammed was like oh what should i get and like they were about to like really just get into like oh you should get this you should get this and joseph has to it. come up 
Exactly. Joseph has to come up with his white ass and just be like, no, yeah, we're, we're not gonna, eating here. We're going to eat the most boring ass, like, yeah, and then get our shit. asses handed to us yeah. um, by, by Polnareff, who by was probably, he was probably taking a shit right before he walked up to their table. Yes. A, and B, he was, like, super menacing carrot-holding Polnareff. He needs to go get that seen by a doctor. I'm a little worried about his gastrointestinal health, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. He's like, that's a running theme. Constantly looking for a potty. Yeah, and it's never good. Like, never it's good. never has a good time, which yeah. we haven't seen so far in our viewing on the second time. Yeah, the boy but howdy. this is the first episode where we see two different stands. Yeah, that was a two-for-one special. It's, a, that, it's you know. two two different bad guys yep. for the first time in a while yep. since the introduction, I guess, of all four pillar men at once. Yes. Or, no, it wasn't all four at once. It was one and then three at once. Right, yeah, they did. That was a slow. That was a surprisingly slow burn considering how condensed that show was that they yeah. did that that way. But you and put, then I had the epiphany mm-hmm. at the end of this episode mm-hmm. that the to be continued arrow goes in the direction that you would be reading the manga. Yeah, that was interesting. Um, I was like, what? Yeah, you were like, why the oh! fuck is it pointing that way? And then it's like, no, yeah, like, but but it's especially because of how much this series lends itself to the original manga. Yeah. Like, like I said, I haven't seen the manga, but I, I guarantee you that there's plenty of shots that are see, like like identical from the manga like especially with the poses and everything that this show is just like but again we've literally never read it so we can't actually guarantee it (laughs) we're gonna i I guarantee you we're gonna be going out and just getting the whole why do you keep guaranteeing i guarantee you were like a salesman you were a salesman in a past life weren't you i could get you a shiny new toaster oven Tooster oven? A tooster oven. Does that come from Wooster, Massachusetts? Yeah, from Wooster. A tooster oven. Tooster oven from Wooster? It toasts two pieces of bread at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that's pretty much, that's what we got, though, for episodes one through four of Stardust Crusaders. And, oh boy, it's only up from here, baby. Yeah, okay, so this was 45 minutes for four episodes. Yeah, that's pretty good. Fair. I like that. All right. I hope you guys like it. <laughs> yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this kind of somewhat new format. It's not yeah. going to be as lengthy per episode, so yeah. there you go. It's like a it's like a multi-pack, so. Multi-pass. Multi-pass. Yeah. Corbin Dallas. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in, and uh, we will Catch do another one. Catch you on the next one. episode of Otaku. I'm Greg. Only is.